Avast me hearties, and welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything from lore, to updates, to the future of the game, down to the nitty gritty statistics and the player base. So please grab the helm, grab a sail, stand behind a cannon, don't miss the board, but more so raise the colors and let's set sail on this adventure. Welcome back to another episode of Pirate Talk Radio, and hopefully the YouTube video doesn't get, uh, well, corrupted this time. <laughs> I had a last episode, I was promising everyone this would be out on the YouTube channel, Davram TV on the YouTube, uh, if someone wanted to actually see me flailing my arms around and things like that, and not just listen to it. Um, I know there's a lot of folks who just like to listen to the podcast in podcast form on all the podcasting apps. Uh, when they're driving somewhere or doing something, uh, but I, hopefully the video doesn't get corrupted this time. It looks like things are picking up fine on the YouTubes, but we'll see. We'll see, obviously, um, as the as the thing goes on. Obviously, the the recorded podcast audio version is the main focus. Uh, but to to try to grow the audience and and try to get more people access to what a lot of you seem to like me railing on rare and yelling and flailing my hands up in the air. Uh, want to give more people the opportunity to see that and more so more people to see the video version of me flailing around everywhere. So, um, so yeah, let me know uh, what you think in the YouTube comments. If you do watch this on the YouTube, uh, obviously I I've got, uh, my, my H my big, nice HD camera here on the face cam for the streams, but I also have a little, uh, webcam right up there for all you folks out there, uh, to see kind of the studio and the setup, which needs tidying up, but you know, whatever. Um, because of the, the, the light that we have for the face, it kind of blurs things up over in this area, but whatever, it's fine. It's fine for a room shot. Okay. Give me a break. Uh, but let's get on to the Sea of Thieves talk. So we're only what a couple days now away from seasons when this is being recorded here. I've been sick for basically two weeks. Uh, I believe the COVID or as, uh, as Captain Logan says, coconut feeder has finally reached me. And, uh, I've been sick for about two weeks here. I have some good days, some bad days. Yesterday was a really bad day. Most of last week was pretty bad, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think I'm recovering. I think I'm doing okay, but, uh, but nothing major, nothing major, uh, just kind of the, the normal congestion, headaches, fatigue, loss of taste, lots of loss of smell. Um, but nothing major, right? Nothing, nothing hospitalizing if you will. So, uh, hopefully that continues. Hopefully I can get over this. Um, obviously I work from home. I, I, I stay in, um, I'm very cognizant about that stuff and, and making sure that I'm not endangering other people. Uh, but let's get on to Sea of Thieves. Now, originally, originally this episode was going to be our stories of Reddit part two. So every so often I like to go on Reddit and look up some of the things people are talking about in the Sea of Thieves subreddit and kind of give my voice to it. Um, give my opinions on it, give my feedback to these people and stuff like that. But before we get to that, there's been a lot of other negativity surrounding Sea of Thieves in the past couple days and a lot of outcry from community members um, asking Rare to do the right thing, which is to push the January update out. So to push that update out to February or or whenever they need to push it, 
in order to make sure that this particular content update is working and it's good because it's the first time we're going to see seasons in Sea of Thieves and right now things are broken and things are broken in a bad way to lead the game into what could potentially be a, a make or break, right? Seasons for this game could potentially be a make or break, right? Uh, obviously, uh, the, the contract with Microsoft and that money flow has ceased or has lessened. I, I think it's out now. Uh, but Sea of Thieves needs money to continue to develop this game. Obviously, the Pirate Emporium and, and the, 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 the shop there brings in money. Um, but what better way to, to try to bring in money and continue to develop the game, but seasons. And I, I think this game leads itself to a good season pass. Um, if it's designed properly and if it's priced, uh, properly, which I, again, we don't know what that's going to look like. Um, but there is a critical issue in the game right now that has just been on Twitter. And I'm so tired of seeing the Sea of Thieves community team having to post each and every week. Well, if you logged on during this time, you're going to get 10K gold or, or 20K gold and this many doubloons because we're sorry. The progress that you made that our shit-ass code and our servers had, have made unrecoverable, uh, well, uh, 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 here you go. Here's some chump change is basically what I've been seeing every couple days from the, from the Sea of Thieves team. And unfortunately, this last weekend was their Golden Glory weekend, the time where a lot of players log in to do their different voyages to get a lot of money, a lot of doubloons, a lot of reputation, you know, a lot of eyes on the game during the Golden Glory weekends, and it absolutely sucked. It absolutely failed. Um, and they've had to, again, compensate people in gold and doubloons, which, as you've heard many times on this podcast, is a completely pointless and stupid compensation package for players because there's nothing to buy gold with and there's nothing to buy doubloons with unless you're a brand new player. I started playing this game just under a year ago and I have bought everything. There's, I think, a few pieces of the Athena Pirate Legend ship that I don't have just because I have to finish those accommodations. And I know there's a few arena pieces I haven't bought. But I have literally bought everything, including the $3 million uh, figurehead and the $5 million or $5 million gold, as it were, pirate uh, uh, crew set. And I still have $5 million gold sitting there with nothing to do with. And, and I'm not the only one. I, I have many friends and there's many streamers and content creators out there that have bought all this stuff and they have 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 million gold just sitting there that they will never be able to spend. So those players who obviously spend a lot of time playing this game and enjoy the game, giving them a compensation package of 20,000 gold and a thousand doubloons, that's, that means nothing to them. It means absolutely nothing to them. It means absolutely nothing to me. And the time we wasted doing accommodations and event stuff to get those particular things because they weren't tracked or they were lost or whatever the case may be, I don't want your gold. I don't want your doubloons. I want my shit that I'm trying to unlock. That's what I want. I don't want your stupid, pointless compensation package. I get why they do it because, again, gold is pointless. Doubloons is pointless. So they can just throw it at players and throw it at players, and hopefully it'll make them happy. Guess what would make us happy? Fix your shit. I mean, throughout the entire month of January, I have seen nothing but 
We're sorry, this data has been unrecoverable. We're sorry, this data has been unrecoverable. We're sorry, this data has been unrecoverable. So here's some gold, here's some doubloons, here's some gold, here's some doubloons, here's some more pointless shit. And it's just, it's silly. It is absolutely silly. So what is broken, right? What is broken? Well, we know many things is broken from, from hit registration to to barrels not working, et cetera, et cetera. But at the core of it, why are they going, like, they're not compensating people for their PVP system being absolute turd. What they're compensating people for doing is these events which are not tracking properly, accommodations not tracking properly. And they know exactly the time period because they will specifically say, if you logged in between this time and this time on this day, you're being compensated. So they know where the breakdown is, they know what the breakdown was, but they're not being able to fix it. And the problem with this is going into a season pass where every day you're going to have players complete things and gain experience on the season pass, you need to be able to have that tracking system on lock. Because if players are paying for your pass, or they're not paying for your pass and they're doing the free version, and they're not seeing that experience bar go up, as they're completing the task, if they're not seeing their reward system pop up immediately when they're completing tasks, and then every couple weeks they say, oh, well, we're sorry, this on this day during this time or these couple days during this time, the season pass system was broken. It's unrecoverable. We don't know what, we, we can't give you what you did. So here's some pointless gold and here's some pointless doubloons. They've got to get that system locked down. And there are a lot of big fans, including myself, including Captain Logan of the Keelhaul podcast, which is a great podcast, by the way. Go over and check the Keelhaul podcast out as well from Captain Logan. There's a lot of good reason that Sea of Thieves should delay. Uh, again, I know they love these monthly updates. I know they're trying to move into the quarterly updates. Do not release garbage. Don't, delete, don't release something that's half-baked, half-cooked, and half-tested. You need to make sure... This is a system that is going to cost players real-life money, and they need to be able to see that completion happening in the moment accurately. I don't know how many times, I don't know how many months we've seen, if you get a big loot haul and you go turn it in, your gold and doubloons don't update like that. Like, you might see it over the next couple hours, you know, two hours after you've turned stuff in, a thing pops up, hey, you sold a seafarer's chest. And I'm out in Thieves Haven digging up stuff. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I turned that in like two. Oh, that's right. Things are delayed. And you'll see the money chick up and, and hours after you've turned stuff in. And that's a problem because that says the system that is tracking that stuff is not powerful enough or the code is broken to a point where it's not being able to capture that information in real time. And thus things could be lost over time and on a season pass you cannot have that it cannot it just can't happen because players are paying for the access to these um you know exclusive rewards and exclusive cosmetics and stuff like that and if rare does not get this under control their season pass will fail and thus they will not get the money that they need they're going to hemorrhage players or players who are not going to pay for it they're just going to stick with the free version because they can't trust the code they're just going to leave. Uh, and new players aren't going to want to come in because the season pass is broken. And they, you don't get a second shot at this, okay? Some players have been forgiving about CFDs, but as we talked about with the Steam release and how many months it took them until they got a little bit of an upswing in their, in their, uh, their, their player base on Steam, they can't miss this. 
Because if you miss on this, if you have a failed season pass from the get-go, these players who may be coming back right now because your events are kind of cool or you've got things, you know, a positive upswing a little bit in your player base and some of these older veteran players or new players are coming back to check this game out, if you fail on a season pass and someone loses their actual money to your bad code, because they're not getting credit in the the limited amount of time that they have to play to complete this season pass. You're not going to be able to recover from that. It's it's it, you're not able to recover from that. You've got so many season passes out there on PVP games. You know, you've got Valorant, you've got Apex, you've got Fortnite, you've got Overwatch, you have Paladins, you have uh, Destiny 2, there are so many season passes out there, and guess what? They've got them on lock. They've got the credit where credit needs to be done. They've got events to help you out in getting that credit. They've got it on lock. Now, Sea of Thieves is stepping into that realm with a reputation of failing, right? And when I say reputation of failing, they've created a beautiful world with amazing art and a great story, but when it comes down to the basics of the game, putting something in a barrel, shooting someone and it actually registers properly, tracking accommodations, tracking the loot turn-in, tracking the gold, tracking whatever it is on your events, they have failed on those fundamental pieces. They are behind the eight ball to these other games and these other studios who have put out events and events and events and not had to compensate anyone. Why? Because it works. Their guns are firing properly and hitting properly. Their, their, um, their, their season pass and their accommodations and achievements are triggering properly. You don't have to wait 24 hours or 72 hours to, to see your credit happen. It happens immediately. As soon as the match is over, you see your season pass progress. You see your unlocks in your inventory. Sea of Thieves fundamentally has failed on the very core pieces of the industry um, um, in, in regards to comparing themselves to other studios, they have failed across the board. Have they created a wonderful world that is, that is amazing, that looks beautiful, that has, that has some interesting things going on and a great story? Yeah. But the fundamental pieces of this game being a PvP game of combat, failing, of tracking your accommodations, especially recently, failing it's a problem because that's who they're competing with yes sea of thieves is always going to have that core foundation of players because they love this game they're addicted to this game but i'll tell you what you look at my stream and what i had been doing over the summer i was sea of thieves every day 30 to 40 hours streaming a week sea of thieves i might stream it once a week now Right. If, if many of you have tuned into my stream, you've watched a lot of World of Warcraft and still I, I get on Sea of Thieves. I try to do one stream of Sea of Thieves each week, but that one stream takes it out of me because of the frustration of things like combat hit registration because of because of not seeing my accommodations tick through. And then I have to log in the next day to see if I actually got credit. It's very frustrating and it's, it, it's a very poor um, a representation of the game. And I hate to hound on it, especially like hit registration and things like that. I hate to hound on it, you know, episode after episode, but that's, that's where we're at. Sea of Thieves, in my opinion, is on the, the make or break line right now 
This game was meant to be a 10-year game. And I've heard many streamers, including Captain Falcor, say this. If they don't get this right, their 10-year vision, this game will be dead in five. And we're turning over three right now. They have to make fundamental changes to this game. So as far as a PvP game, it's not laughed at as a joke. Okay. As far as as far as tracking your accommodations, unlocking your stuff, we can't be seeing their Twitter feed filled, filled with a whole bunch of compensation things because their code is broke. We cannot continue to see the main Sea of Thieves account just blurt out and spout out positivity when the seas are filled with toxic fucktards. We cannot continue to see server performance issues and stability issues when their biggest partners are server hoppers, which has been proven and stated hurts the servers. It hurts them but they're not doing anything about it. They're not improving their, the back end of their system to fix the combat, not to make it a joke, to, to do things about server hopping and stuff like that. They're not doing enough to address those pieces. And yes, there's a certain amount of players who don't want to see several performance updates. Why? Because they want the new content. They want the new content. They want the new content. But at some point, we need a lot. We need a quarter of nothing but performance and fixes. And when I say that, I don't mean a fix that fixes it for a hit reg for a week. I'm talking about a performance fix that fixes it, period. And we don't have to worry about it weekend and week out, day in and day out. We don't have to worry about going, that hit him, what, what? And then, you know, it just, it's not good. It's not good. So, so going into seasons, I was excited when we talked about seasons last, uh, uh, last episode and we discussed the seasons uh, and what I thought was going to happen in the seasons. Um, getting a little bit more spooky about saying that these things are going to succeed because of the recent um, multiple posts, multiple posts, multiple posts of, um, of these compensation packages. It's, it's very scary to me. Um, because I had high hopes that they were going to do something well here, and it looks like they're they're still being plagued from from the past, still struggling with core fundamental issues, and they can't get over that hump, and that's really going to affect these seasons. So we'll see how it goes in the next couple weeks. We'll see how the, if they delay it um, a little bit, make sure everything's uh, hammered out, or we'll see if they just go, you know, freaking sails into the wind and 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 hope you don't hit the rock because. That's what they've done in the past. So we'll see, but I'm a little bit more concerned about it now than I was. All right, enough talk about that. Um, let's get into um, stories from Reddit. Let's get into some of these. And a couple of these are, are, are really good and, and very interesting. But, um, but first, before we do that, I always like to mention um, someone who supports the bot broadcast. And the past couple weeks is the same folks um, that support the broadcast, and that is Death Wish Coffee. Death Wish Coffee is, in fact, the only coffee that I drink. Now, some people hear that um, a lot on uh, on on streams and stuff like that. No, it's actually true. I I actually only drink that stuff. It's absolutely delicious. It's the highest ca uh, It's the highest grade caffeinated coffee that's naturally grown in the world. They don't inject anything into the plants or anything like that. It's naturally growing. Highest rated amount of caffeine. 
Now the dark roast is the one I like. That's their their trademark uh, skull and crossbones uh, death wish coffee. I absolutely love that stuff. But if dark roast coffee is not where you want to go, they also have a lot of seasonal blends um, uh, over the different different seasons, and they have a Valhalla, um, which is a more medium brewed uh, coffee for those who might not like. Uh, the dark roast. And of course, as you can see from behind me, uh, if you're watching the YouTube or you've watched my live stream, I have a nice pirate flag behind me. I love things with skulls and crossbones. I've always been a rock fan, so their their branding is really cool too. But if you check in the show notes uh, below the uh, podcast or below the video, you will see a link to Death Witch Coffee, which will save you 15% on your first order and help this broadcast out. So check them out. Death Wish Coffee, trust me, it'll wake you up. It'll wake you up. I've had to cut myself off about two in the afternoon. No more coffee because if I, um, it's bad. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. So, uh, so yeah. So check them out, um, uh, please. Uh, it would be they're they're great people over there. I've talked to them multiple times. Um, great, just great people. Great people. Uh, check them out if you enjoy coffee. Again, Death Wish Coffee. They power our broadcast here on Twitch, YouTube, and all the podcasting apps. And, uh, and I'm sure they will power your day at home if you order that 15% off with the uh, link in the show notes. So let's get on to stories of Reddit here. Stories of Reddit. What I did, uh, I did this in a live stream recording of this a few months ago, and it seemed to, uh, it, it, people seem to like it a lot. And what I try to do is I pull up some more recent things on Reddit in the Sea of Thieves subreddit. Some of them are stories, some of them are questions, some of them are, um, are, are, you know, um, uh, statements or things like that. I just kind of like to read through them a little bit and then just kind of give my take. So the very first one I've got here, the very first one is, does anyone else do this? And this is from user KingDrax777. And here's what King Drax says. All I do in this game is spend a few hours doing gold hoarder missions as an emissary. And when I'm done, playing i'll check if there's a reaper ship on the map track them down and offer my flag to them so it doesn't go to waste okay so let me stop you right there let me stop you right there king drax um no no one does this no one does this why it's a pirate game you're supposed to keep your loot you're supposed to keep your booty and the entire concept of the emissary system which you are going against by trying to find someone and give their flag to them you are breaking the core fundamentals of being a pirate Stop it. That flag, like literally when you pick up an emissary flag and you hold it up and you do the Q wheel or the, the wheel that has the little voices, it literally says, well, this, someone let this emissary down or whatever. Someone let you, no, no one does this. And if you do do this, you're wrong. Stop it. This is not piratey. This goes against the entire emissary system. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. This is a pirate game. It is a PvP game. The emissary flags are supposed to be challenges and rewards for reapers going out and doing PvP. Those flags are supposed to be protected with everything you have. That is the entire concept of it. The concept of being a pirate. Protect your ship with your life. Your ship is your life. Don't just go out and, and say, oh, you can sink me. I'll just stand back and you can have my flag because I'm a nice person. No! This is a pirate game. Oh, things like this irritate me. Irritates me. Could you imagine Blackbeard? 
Could you imagine Blackbeard employed by some emissary out there saying, you need to go plunder and pillage a whole bunch of gold for me? The gold orders. He goes out and plunders and pillages and gets all this high reputation with the, 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 the gold hoarders. And Blackbeard just sails up and says, hey, please sink my ship. No! Act like a pirate. What you should do is regardless if you need rep, regardless if you need the gold, when you are done playing, put your flag down as it was meant to be. That is the feature of the game. Don't go out there and try to, you know... Cal or don't try to hunt a reaper who is supposed to be hunting you just to allow them a free sink on your ship and give them a, a freaking flag. Make them earn it. There are too many reapers out there that they just chase you down or they will run. They will run away from you as a gold hoarder or a merchant. They will literally run away from you. Teach the reapers how to do it. Make them hunt you. Make them earn it. Don't just give it to them. So let's continue on and read this. Yet even when calmly explaining that they can sink my ship, you're a moron. Go ahead, sink my ship. You're not a pirate. It's a coward. And have my flag, most people will still go full sweat, mercilessly killing and spawn camping me like I'm the sort of threat. That's exactly what you deserve. You deserve them to mercilessly spawn camp you and keep you locked down until you learn your lesson on what you just did. You literally sailed up to another boat and said, please just sink me. I'm trying to be nice and gives you my flag. Come on. You deserve to be spawn camped mercilessly. God damn it. And how, how do you even, how do you even know they're going full sweat on you? When you sailed up to them, how do you know they're going full sweat? My guess is your cowardly little ass is just sitting there like, please just sink my ship. And you're not even swinging your sword or shooting your gun. So if you think someone's going full sweat on you and you're not even fighting back, please. Please. Some people are cool and might even thank me. For being so generous. You're not being generous. You're being a coward. But it's surprising how many mindless tryhards are out there. No, they're not mindless tryhards. They're pirates. The concept and the fun of this game is not having loot handed to you. It's about earning loot, fighting loot, defending your loot, saving your ship, sinking other people's ships in combat. Not in a just a, a give me white flag, I surrender, please sink my ship and take my flag. No, that is not Sea of Thieves, that is not PvP. So don't call them mindless tryhards. You're a mindless coward that should actually do what the emissary system is meant to do, which is level it up and when you're done playing, lower your flag at your emissary. Don't go out and find someone to sink you and you don't actually fight them. That's a that's completely against the, like the whole concept of the Reapers. The whole concept of the Reapers is to fight and fight and fight. That is their concept. The emissary system in the Reaper faction is by all, by all means designed completely wrong because you can level up that flag without actually ever fighting, which is complete and utter disgrace. But having someone actually offer up their ship free of charge for them to get a flag because I'm a nice pirate is complete bullshit and completely against the game. So saying that they're mindless tryhards or full sweat is complete garbage because you, you, Captain 
King Drac 777 are a complete coward, and you should maybe start to play the game as it was intended, and if you want someone to get your flag, then make them earn it by outsailing or by 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 sailing and fighting and actually losing in a proper battle. Because I can tell you this, I can tell you this, most people who play Sea of Thieves and actually are not cowards and take part in active PvP in ship and naval combat they don't want loot handed to them. You can see that every single year in the Festival of Stupid, Festival of Giving, when 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 players will not take your gifts or will not take your chests because that's not the point. The point is to pirate. The point is to steal. The point is to sink. The point is to fight. That is the point of the game, not to freaking drive up to the McDonald's drive through of Gold Hoarder flags. That's what you are. You are the McDonald's drive through of gold hoarder flags. There is nothing fun there and you get fat like me. That is exactly the laziness and the cowardly act that you are doing right here. Let's continue with his story. I play this game for therapeutic reasons. Therapeutic reasons. It's the first I've heard of it. Okay. The loop of sailing between islands, reading maps, solving riddles, digging up chests really helps with the mental struggles I'm going through right now. That's awesome. I am glad that you have found a game that allows you to deal with the mental struggles you are going through right now. So I'm pretty much the most less threatening pirate out there. Well, you hit the nail on the head right there, buddy. You are... Based on what I've read so far, calling people who are fighting someone who doesn't fight because they're just trying to offer up their flag. Yep, there's no threat there. Let me let me say this. Let me say this. In Sea of Thieves, most people want to fight for their shit. Most of the player base wants to either fight for to steal someone's stuff or fight to defend their stuff. Okay? And that is why people are going to spawn camp. That's why people are going to to mercilessly kill or act like a tryhard, as you say, because they want to earn it. The, the, the part of this video game that feels good and, and with this grind that it has with the reputation, the commendations, you feel like you're earning something. If someone just sails up like they're coming up to a McDonald's drive-thru and just out the window hands you a gold hoarder flag, you don't feel like you earned it. In fact, there's been many times people have have rowed their rowboats up. Hey, I'm 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 logging off. You know, uh, you want this loot? And they'll dock the rowboat, and I'll be like, "Thanks, man. Have a great day." And I'll drop the rowboat and keep sailing. I don't want someone to just give me stuff. I want to earn it, and most of the players do. Now, the fact that this game is a is a thing that helps him or her. I don't know what I assume King Drax and and first male. Uh, <coughs> I probably shouldn't, but that's what I'm going to say. This player, I'm glad that they have a game that that helps them cope with their mental struggles. But to sit here and get angry because a player is trying to earn something and you're upset because you're just trying to give it to them, there's a problem. My suggestion to this person is go through, enjoy it, use this as therapy if it is, read your map, solve your riddles, dig up chests, do it. But at the end of the day, just go and vote down your emissary. Just vote it down. Don't go and offer it someone and then come on Reddit and pit, be, be pissed because people are, are sweaty tryhards or mercilessly spawn camping. Sorry, this is a pirate game. If you're going to sail at a Reaper, you're going to sail at another ship, be prepared to be spawn camped. Be prepared to, 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 to get blown up. That, that is what this game is all about. This game is about stealing. Sea of thieves, okay? It's not sea of nice people, okay? There you go. There you go. 
So uh, that is our first story of the seas. And at the end of the day, what have we learned? Sea of Thieves. It is a PvP game. Stop trying to be nice and give things to people. Rare. Get rid of the festival of the gaming. It's just dumb. The next story comes in here. Our next story of Reddit comes from us from FearCon77. FearCon77, spelt in leet speak. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. F-3-4-R-C-O-N-7-7. I appreciate the leet speak. I love it. I love it. And the story title is, So a Reaper pulled up when I was doing my gilded Athena. This should be interesting. This should be interesting. So there I was, sailing with my wife. I had just dug up three chests of legends and thrown them on our sloop. So I'm assuming they're doing a gilded Athena mission. A reaper showed up, oh God, in a brig. They came around the island and I missed them like an idiot. So they surprised me. Saw them last second. So I set sail saying, not today, Satan. That sounds like something I would say. And I already had my sloop pointed into the wind and the sails adjusted anchor up before I even started digging. Thank you. Can we get a round of applause for FearCon77? This is how you should approach any sort of island that you go to on Sea of Thieves. Do not drop that fucking anchor, okay? What you do, you slowly bring your ship in. If you want to drop the anchor and then raise it immediately, go right ahead. But keep the anchor up. Have your, si have your ship pointed in a way that you can escape quickly with your sails ready to drop. That is how you should prep your ship every single time you stop, whether it be in an outpost, whether it be at the hideout, at a fort, or at an island where you're doing digging. Make sure your ship is ready to leave at a moment's notice. Because if you got to raise the anchor, if you have to do any of that kind of stuff, if you're angled at the island or something, you're going to get destroyed. So have your ship ready to go. Well done, FearCon77, on that one. The chase was on. And of course, my wife was in the other room. Well, maybe you should find a better teammate. I understand. It's cute to play with your significant other, but you know, you gotta depend on your crewmates and that means making sure they're around in a PvP situation. My wife was in the other room at this point, so I'm solo slooping with three Athenas on board. I thought I was screwed. I never had an Athena stolen. But I just knew this time it was going to happen. So I did what any pirate would do. I sailed near some rocks, whipped a nay-nay, hey-hey, with the harpoon, and turned 180 degrees into the wind. Smart move. Smart move. They saw it coming. So they were already going around the rocks and in the same direction. But I was ahead of them, going against the wind, open water. I decided to jump off and board them. So first off, I've, I have criticized many players for running, okay? This is not running, okay? This is not running. This was a situation where this player got caught off guard and was not prepared for battle and was putting them in a position where they could fight, okay? This is not running, okay? This would be considered a tactful retreat. And for those people out there who don't know the difference, you should probably not play a game based on military and naval tactics. The fact that this player harpooned himself around rocks, got himself into the wind, 
knew that was the sloop's advantage, but went for the board anyways. That is a tactful retreat in preparation for combat. Get the board, get cannon shots, etc. This is not running. This is good. I hope it stays good. I got on their ship, and I yelled, Hello there! And they immediately opened fire. So I dropped their anchor, and I started doing a sword lunge change and firing the flintlock. Oh, God, sword flintlock? Woo, you have some big cojones on you, sir. Damn. Chain, uh, sword lunge chains firing the flintlock and managed to drop all three of them. I stayed on their ship, not to spawn kill. That's okay, I guess. But to try to talk my way out of it. Okay, now you're running. Okay, now you're running. Now you're running. Sink them. Don't get on there and talk your way out of it. Sink them. Run them into a rock. Drop their sails. Get back on your sloop with a mermaid and come back and waylay into them with cannons. Come on! Oh, well. This could be an interesting player in your action, even though it's completely against what I believe pirating is. So I, I stayed on their ship, not to spawn kill, but to try to talk my way out of it, knowing I had an Athena. They all respawned, and I was saying, hey, wait, don't shoot. We want to talk. That's what they said to him when they spawned back. Right? They were terrified of him. He had struck the fear of God into them, the fear of Flameheart. We proceeded to talk for the next five minutes. Okay, hold on. The... the his sloop is still sailing out there, right? What happened to the sloop? The sloop with the wife who's in another room. Where, it, where, where's the sloop going? It's got three It's got three chests of thought. Tell me where the sloop is. I don't care about what you're talking your way out of here. Tell me where the sloop is. We proceeded to talk for the next five minutes. This ship has to be sunk by now. Turns out they just got the game a week ago. Oh, they were babies. I gave them some tips, and they thanked me for it. Good, good. That's what you should do to new players. Give them tips, right? New players are like a seed that you put in the ground. You want to cultivate it. You want to water them a little bit. You want to give them words of encouragement. So then when they grow up and have fruit, you can steal it. And it's more fun when you steal it from someone who fights back than someone who just rolls over. But I like the fact that these were new players going after them. I like this. So after all that, I was able to sell all three. What happened to your ship? My wife, of course, got back to the game right as I left their ship. I was in the... What happened? So hold on. You, You left your ship, got on theirs, killed them all. They respawned. You talked to them for five minutes. And somehow your wife was still gone and your ship didn't run into anything or sink? I Man, I want to know the story of this sloop. This sloop, this sloop's got magical powers or something. I know some people are true dicks in this game. Eh, that's true. But it really does pay off to be nice and not insulting. That is accurate. Especially to new players. 100%. You want players in the future to sink and fight and stuff like that? Be nice. Cultivate them. Cover them with some dirt. Water them a little bit. Eventually they'll sprout and grow and have fruit, chest of legends, that you can steal later. 
trust me, I have some really great community members in my live stream and in my Discord. Discord link will be below. Um, and the first interaction I ever had with them was on stream, and I completely demolished them. And I, I talked to them afterwards, and I, I gave them some pointers, and they have became some pretty bloodthirsty, amazing, but still respectful, not insulting, pirates out there. Right? We want to cultivate new players. We don't want to turn them away from the game. Before I logged off for the night, I witnessed them sinking another brig. See? It's a happy ending. Hopefully they stole all the loot and sold, and sold themselves some treasure. See? That's a happy ending. You meet some new players, you slay them out, you talk to them for a few minutes, you give them some pointers, and then by the end of the night, you see them grow into a beautiful flower of bloodthirsty pirateness. That's a good one. Thank you very much, FearCon77, for that awesome story. I like that one. I like that one. The next one we have here is a question. And this question is from 30DO2121. That's 30DO2121. Is it supposed to be Bodo? Or is it supposed to be Throdo? I don't know. But here's their question. <clears throat> Me and some friends, that should be my friends and I, let's use proper grammar even when we're on the internet, have been running a galleon lately. Only me and one of my friends, one of my friends and I, are decent at PvP. Come on, let's, come on, folks. I understand it's the internet. Let's use proper grammar. It, it just doesn't, yeah. I want to help my friends get better but they rage whenever they get sunk and just go off about how the game is shit. Does anyone have any good advice for them? So the advice I always give players, and I've known several new players that get very frustrated about getting sunk. They get very just butthurt over it. Here's the meat and potatoes of this. Some people have been playing this game for two plus years. Some of these people have been playing this game for three years. Some of these people are really great at PvP. I don't care how great your crew is. Every crew gets sunk at some point. Okay? Okay? There are things that players, especially new players, fail to do, which increases the rate in which they sink. First thing, don't do what most streamers do, the big streamers out there. Now, some of them you'll learn some stuff from, right? Boxy does some funny things that, that you can learn from. Uh, Beard does some funny things. That, there's a lot of great streamers that you can learn some stuff from. But a lot of those players are really, really good. And even when they put themselves in bad situations, they can overcome it. They know what it takes to sink a ship. So they're comfortable leaving the ship when it's got some holes in it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. For new players, here's what I'm going to run down. For any new players out there or players who are frustrated um, about getting sunk or trying to teach new people how to play the game, let me give you some pointers. The crew have assigned duties. And let me run down the duties that you should have on a galleon crew, right? You should have the helmsman. The helmsman should be your commanding officer on your ship. They should be on the wheel most of the time. 
They should be directing the crew in what they're doing, i.e., they should be calling out cannon shots, right? They should be calling out the ways they're turning. They should be calling out sails. They should be calling out if they see a mermaid coming up, right? If you are in a chase situation where you're chasing someone down, you have a helmsman who is looking left and looking right for potential mermaids, then, then you should have three extra people on a galleon, right? Front sail, mid sail, and back sail. Those folks should be adjusting those sails into the wind every time they lose wind. When they are not adjusting sails, one person should be on the left ladder, one person should be on the right ladder, and one person should be standing up the stairs watching both ladders back and forth along with the helmsman. That's in a chase situation. If you are in combat, here's what you've got. The helmsman directing traffic, left, right cannon shot. You have three people on cannons. You have a primary cannon person who is also your best boarder who can fire over and board, but only, only when told to by your helmsman. You should have a second person. That second person's primary duty is the cannons and backup boarding. So if the first person misses the board, the backup boarder then can go if the helmsman calls it. And finally, you have, in my opinion, the most important and hardest job on the ship, and that is the bilge rat. The bilge rat's job is the repair of the ship and to report to the helmsman what the ship's condition is. If they are downstairs on a galleon, bottom deck, and they're bailing, and the water reaches the top of their head, they should be calling, water's at the top of my head, I need a second bucket. Your border two, the second person we talked about in the cannon line, should be then coming down to assist in buckets only. The bilge rat is to be repairing the holes while bucket two is bucketing. If you ever reach the second deck of a galleon, the boarder should not be off the ship trying to catch a board. If you are taking on water, that boarder should be remaining on your ship, assisting via cannon fire until called upon below deck. A boarder should never be leaving the ship if the ship has damage and water flowing in. That's three people in that order. Bilge rat, repair, and bucket. If he needs a second, you have a second cannoneer who is also going to assist in bucketing only, and the bilge rack just does repairs. And then you have a third person if you reach the second deck of water in order to help keep that under control. The last person that should ever come down to bucket is the helmsman. The helmsman needs to continue to drive the boat. And anytime that you have an opportunity, if your position is not repairing the boat or bucketing, you should be firing cannons. There is never a downtime in battle when you are on a galleon at any way, shape, or form. You're either adjusting sails, watching ladders, or firing cannons or repairing. Okay, There's, There should never be any sort of downtime. You keep to that, you'll do well. You'll do well. Next thing for galleon crews. Supplies, 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 supplies. Okay? I see a lot of folks, and I've sailed with a lot of folks, who once you're sailing from island to island, they just stay on the boat, and they just kind of stand there and wait for you to get to your next destination. That's not a good situation. 
There is never any downtime in Sea of Thieves if you are always going to be preparing yourself for combat. If you're sailing between one island to another, not even looking for PvP, maybe you're doing some sort of events, maybe you're doing a voyage, each member of that crew during the sailing process should be emptying every piece of thing out of their pockets, their food, their cannonballs, everything. Firing off to this island, grabbing as much stuff as they can, mermaid back. Fire off to this island, grab as much stuff as you can, mermaid back. Right? You should constantly be supplying your ship every single time you stop in an island on a voyage or whatever you may be doing. Empty your pockets, go on the island, pick up as much stuff. When you return with a piece of treasure, drop off your stuff, then go back out and get more supplies. The fastest way that people sink is they run out of supplies. The fastest way people lose battles is because they run out of supplies. And you have to be smart with your supplies. Make sure the supplies you need are where they should be. Have a storage crate of cannonballs on the top deck, right in between both sides of cannons. Have ammo um, ammo uh, uh, boxes, one by the captain's quarters on a galleon, one at the bowsprit, and one back for the helmsman. Make sure your guys can get, can- or get uh, ammo whenever they need it. Make sure there's a storage crate of wood down below deck right in the center so when the bilge rat is downstairs, they can easily grab that wood and repair stuff without going up and down the stairs. It's very simple to keep your ship in an orderly state so that you are ready for combat at any given time. So these are my tips uh, for new players. Most new players are going to get sunk because the thrill of what they see on streams or YouTube videos about these streamers who fire off board, drop the anchor, slay them all out, and sink them, that's what they think every single battle in Sea of Thieves it looks like. And eventually, it does when you have a good crew. But you have to make sure each member of your crew is assigned appropriately um, to their task and they know how to complete their task. And everyone has to understand there is no shit task on a ship. Okay, Bildrat is important. Helmsman is important. Cannon border is important. Cannon border backup is important. Everyone's important. The only way you stay afloat is if everyone's doing their job and everyone knows where to do, but is reporting to your helmsman. Okay, you should never have a crew member flying off and boarding when the helmsman hasn't called for it, right? Because now you've left one person off the ship and you've put more pressure on the ship, okay? So just keep that in mind for new players or returning players who are struggling with PvP. Loot up your ship at every given moment. The only person when you're sailing from point A to point B and there's no ships in sight that's on that ship should be your helmsman. The rest of the people should be firing off to islands and looting up. Every time you stop for a voyage, empty your pockets, loot up the island, make sure you've got plenty of supplies and put those supplies in strategic locations around your ship so you're always ready for battle. And when you're in battle, Stick to your role. Stick to your role. Master your role. Do good at your role. And then, when the helmsman calls you to do something, go do it. May it be bored. Maybe maybe it do what? But this is something that I always tell people. If I'm sailing from somewhere to some second place, the last thing I should have to tell people to do is watch ladders and adjust sails. Okay? The boat does not run on hopes and dreams. It runs on wind. If you're on a galleon, there are three people and three sets of sails. Guess what? Helmsman, one, two, three. Those should be their positions between islands. Those sails should never, ever lose wind on a galleon when you have a full four-person galleon crew. There you go. There's my tips and tricks for running a galleon specifically in PvP. 
The last, uh, the last story we have here is another question, and this question comes from us, uh, to, uh, from us from uh, Ramen Brick. Uh, remember college, the good old Ramen Bricks. This comes from us from Ramen Brick, and the question is, what is the fastest way to get Pirate Legend? So, let me first um, give a quick rundown of, of this before I even read his question. A lot of people have this obsession with the Pirate Legend title. It means nothing. It means nothing. Because to be honest, the hardest grind is after you get the Pirate Legend title. I got the Pirate Legend title in one month of playing as a brand new player. Okay? With that being said, I maxed out all my faction's reputation when they did the reputation bump in one month. Because I have more of a veteran player and I knew how to do things and get things done. So... The Pirate Legend title, getting to 50, is very simple. And in fact, um, just a week or so ago, the streamer L, um, LD Silver actually completed the Pirate Legend grind, that is Gold Hoarders, he did it this way, Gold Hoarders, Merchant Alliance, Order of Souls. Getting all three of those to 50, he did it in just over, I believe, thir- uh, 20, 27 hours of straight playing. It's not hard. It's not hard. So let's go to this person's question. Ramen Brick asks, I've been playing regularly for like a year. I don't know if that's enough time, but leveling has been real slow. Any tips to get better? So here's my tips. Emissary flag, emissary flag, emissary flag, emissary flag, emissary flag. Make sure you're always running the emissary flag of the emissary of which you need, i.e. Gold Hoarder, Merchant Alliance, Reapers, whoever you're going to be running or whoever you're going to be working on that day. The second thing I will say, Gilded Voyages, i.e., you get your flag to grade five, okay? You grab your Gilded or, or whatever it's called, the Emissary Quest, lower the flag so it's back to one, re-raise it, and start doing your Emissary Voyage. It will probably need your Emissary Voyage plus an additional voyage in order to get it back to five, but then when you get to five, sell all your stuff, lower the flag, and re-raise it again. That's going to give you the maximum amount of not only gold, but it's also going to give you the maximum amount of rep with lowering a grade 5 flag and then re-raising it and leveling it to 5 again. You're also going to need that for accommodations. The last thing I will say is make sure you're saving the purchasing, (coughs) your one-month, one-level purchase, for when you are on the, uh, the tail ends, right? So if you're on uh, 49, you know, you're getting to 50, right? And you you hit level 49, you know, buy it then to get to that, that, that last 50, right? Now, this person's playing for a year. I don't know how often um, they are, are playing. My guess is very casually. My guess is they don't know or have not been using the emissary system. Uh, but Pirate Legend, the actual Pirate Legend, which is 50 in three different factions, for three of the main factions, which is Order of Souls, Merchant Alliance, um, uh, or Reapers, um, or uh, Gold Hoarders, right? Um, getting Max Faction in, in, in those four, or, you know, Max Faction, Hunter's Call, or, or Sea Dog, but th- those are harder to get. So I would focus on the main ones. Um, and, and my guess is they're not using their emissary flags and, and, and that kind of stuff, but the it can be done in just over 24 hours of straight playing, right? The next thing I will suggest in this is if you want even a faster route, 
everything you should be doing is in the devil's roar. Now, I understand that people get very scared and very terrified of the devil's roar because of the volcanoes and things like that. I get it. I understand. It's also probably the safest place for you because most reapers and most people who are trying to hunt down players who are running emissary flags, they don't really like to go out to the devil's roar because they're scared of it as well. So use the devil's roar. It gives you a increased gold and it gives you an increased um, rate of reputation if you're completing the voyages out there, including your emissary voyage. So go check out the devil's roar and do a lot of your quest out there. But at the end of the day, it comes down to making sure that you're leveling that emissary up to five, taking the emissary voyage, lowering the flag to get that little boost right there, and then re-raising the flag before you sell your emissary voyage. Make sure you get it again. If you've got a long place time, get that flag back up to five before you sell, take another um, emissary voyage and keep going that way. But lowering that flag and then being able to re-raise it to five gives you two gives you a nice little pop of reputation and gold. Um, but like I said, the the pirate legend title can be done in just over 24 hours um, of nonstop play and focusing on utilizing your emissary flags uh, uh, properly. So make sure you do that. But if we look down through the comments, again, most people are saying emissary, 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 devil's roar, devil's roar, devil's roar. Um, so absolutely everything that I just said, the comment section of Reddit has it correct this time. But guys, that is all I've got. Thank you very much to Reddit for posting a lot of questions and a lot of nice little stories for us to go over. Um, but by the time we're speaking again uh, next week, Seasons might be out and we'll be able to take the first look at what seasons look like on Sea of Thieves. Did they get the pricing model right? Have they got the critical pieces to their progression system hammered out so they're not having to do a whole bunch of compensation packages? But guys, also, let me know what you think about the YouTube perspective of the podcast. If you like the YouTube perspective, let me know. You can check me out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Davram TV on all those. You can check out the Facebook page, which really is just me posting when I go live on Twitch. Um, you can check that out, Davram Gaming, on Facebook. You can also check out the live streams, which I stream Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Davram. And, of course, please leave me a comment and, uh, and, and do any sort of the rating systems on your podcasting apps if you're enjoying it. And if you've got other friends or, or folks who want to, uh, to listen or you think they'll have fun listening or watching the podcast, please let them know to check out Pirate Talk Radio. But guys, take care of yourselves and each other. Stay safe out there, and we will see you next time on Pirate Talk Radio.